Welcome to season three of the Busy Work Podcast. I hope 2023 is off to a solid start for you. And thank you for making Busy Work part of your new year. A few episodes from now, I'm going to be interviewing a recent grad who started working remotely right after graduation. And I may have mentioned at some point that my wife's job is also fully remote, and she's been doing that since 2020. There are many advantages to working remotely, and we'll discuss those in a later show. But like anything else, there are good and bad things about the remote lifestyle. And you know busy work is all about positive and professional, but sometimes it's good to highlight cautionary tales as well. I read an article a few months ago in the Wall Street Journal by Callum Borchers, and the headline really grabbed my attention. Work from anywhere. Well, not really. And the subheading was even more interesting. Tax snafus, legal headaches, and now killjoy bosses. The digital nomad lifestyle is full of complications for workers and their employers. I'll link to the article in the description for the episode. And you can read more about it if you're able to access it. But let's talk about a couple of key things from the article in case you're not able to read it. During the pandemic, when some jobs were moving online, there was discussion that it might actually be permanent. Some of the big technology firms even said, hey, you know what? We're getting rid of all of our office space. Everybody's going to work remote, blah, blah, blah. And it seemed like it was possible at the time, although some of that has been slowly clawed back. But at the time, you had people moving to other parts of the country, maybe for a less expensive cost of living and working remotely. And not surprisingly, they liked it. They liked not having a commute in the morning. They liked the freedom, the ability to be almost anywhere you wanted to be as long as there was a laptop and an internet connection. The term, the preferred term, is digital nomad. And that has some inspired romantic notions of wide open roads with few if any limitations. It would seem to provide the perfect work-life balance. And don't get me wrong, I see the benefits of this lifestyle when it works. But like anything else that may sound great at first, there can be a downside. One of the most significant issues for employees working remotely is infrastructure. Working from home, especially if you're on the road while you're doing that, can be fraught with unexpected issues. For example, you have a meeting scheduled with an important client. That's when your internet connection will become unreliable. Count on it. <laughs> or the power on your laptop has drained and there's no outlet. Or you forgot the adapter. Or you're stuck in an airport or worse, stuck in an airplane on the tarmac during a ground stop. The point is, you don't have a defined office space. So you will be dealing with infrastructure issues you probably don't have in an office. And if you think getting IT on the phone is tough from the office, imagine if the help desk is in a whole other time zone. Another issue for employees and managers alike is supervision and accountability. How can you develop a team relationship and how can you ensure that the work is being done promptly and correctly if there isn't a direct contact? Programs like Slack and BlueJean and MS Teams can help coordinate your teams in different locations, but without the direct contact, sometimes it's easy to kind of disappear, drop off the grid, and who knows? 
this is a major concern in the workforce today. We're not talking about a small number of people. It's grown exponentially, especially since 2019 and 2020. Around that time, the pandemic happens, and from 2019 to 20, nearly 11 million people were doing it. Today, it's closer than 17 million people that fit this digital nomad lifestyle. And this probably is the best time to bring up one of the most dangerous parts of working remotely, payroll and taxes. It's no surprise, I'm sure, that each state and even each municipality in some cases has different rules for things like taxes and workers' comp, and these can vary widely, even in states that share borders. According to the article, several state revenue departments are clamping down and seriously questioning when and where employees have been working. And this has resulted in some unpleasant situations, including notices about past due or delinquent taxes that weren't even known about until the bill came due. And it's not just the tax liability, but also the legal fees, etc., etc. That can add up fast. That can be a very rude and expensive surprise to employee and employer. It would seem the key to working remotely and avoiding these types of situations is to do your research. Know the rules and the regs. And think ahead for all possible pitfalls. Especially communicate with your employer so everyone can be prepared. Hey, our season three theme song is Coast to Coast, and digital nomads are living and working coast to coast. It's an incredible way to balance your work and your life. But watch out for those possible pitfalls so you don't stumble along the way. Do your research and communicate with your employer so everyone is on the same page. If you really are away from the office most or all the time, find a way to make friends with your remote support teams and human resources and information technology. It's so much easier dealing with an HR or an IT crisis when you already know the person on the other end of the line. Hey, from traditional office workers to digital nomads, you know, busy work is your constant companion, focused always on helping you mind your business. See you down the road.